0: Hi, guys. Welcome back to Let's Get After It. I'm Sydney Pendergast, joined
1: with co host Elise Khalifa. Hi, everyone. Um, before we get into the podcast, I just want to mention a couple things going on with LaunchNet. So, we have a pretty busy calendar this fall, and you can see that on our Instagram at launchnet_ksu. underscore KSU, but just a little sneak peek, heads up, um, this October we have a lot of pitch focused events, so we have a workshop to help like formulate your pitch a little bit better, a pitch competition to win funding for your business and or yourself, and then also an improv workshop to I don't pitch on the fly yeah
0: (laughs) to make sure you're ready for any question basically yes um so today we are joined here today with Eric and Cass who has recently been getting after it with her business sneak geeks so how are you today
2: I'm good how you doing I'm doing good so can you just tell us a little bit about yourself um yeah my name is Eric and Cass I'm from Akron Ohio I've been doing sneak geeks since my sophomore year of high school since I was 15 Oh, um,
1: cool. I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. So it's just it was birthed out of my love for sneakers and also not having any events in the Akron area. Like, of course, there's events that happen in Cleveland and Columbus, but yeah. Akron didn't have any events. So I was like, you know, I love sneakers. There's other sneaker heads here. Let's just have an event.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So you said that you got started with it whenever you were 15. Like, what kind of, like, drove your passion to want to start getting into sneakers and, like, your love for sneakers? Uh, I've been
2: into sneakers since I was nine, eight or nine, because mm-hmm. I've always been taller. Eight or nine? Yeah. <laughs> Do you
1: remember your first pair of
2: sneakers? <laughs> yeah, I had a pair of black and, uh no, 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 red blue and white air force ones and then oh. after that i ended up getting a pair of jordan threes that were blue, black and purple nice but i was young when i got them i was i think okay. i got the forces for my fourth birthday and then the threes when i was like six or seven. Oh, wow so, so like my mom she get fly like very mm-hmm. stylish so yeah. i've always had sneakers but like me collecting eight yeah so i was like eight when i started collecting yeah because i was taller than everybody in class so Mm -hmm. like yeah i was wearing a size like eight and eight women's in like second grade oh yes okay (laughs) so like i was i just i always had to find shoes that didn't make my feet look big right Mm -hmm. and because you know you're still young and people like at that time people still wearing one youth Right for it, like right, so I had to find shoes that didn't make my feet look big, and it just my cousin introduced me to like East Bay and Nike Talk and all those different apps, mm-hmm. so I just was like, Oh, yeah, this is what I like, I like this, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: very cool. Um, how's your business kind of grown over this past year? I, I recall you saying you did an event at House 330 over the
2: summer, yeah, though. <laughs> <laughs> So, that event was really nice. That was my first time having 50 vendors, and that's been a number. Wow. Yes. That's <laughs> a big number. of vendors. That's a number I've been trying to hit since I first started. Mm-hmm. And when I first started this event, I had, like, so many high hopes. And they're still achievable, but I think back then I was, like, I was mad at myself because I didn't do what I expected that first year. Because mm-hmm. I only had 10 vendors my first year and 50 attendees, and only out of like all 10 of my vendors two were actual sneaker vendors mm-hmm. the rest were just kind of like people I knew who had businesses yeah but um it, we went from that to 400 attendees and 22 vendors and oh uh, wow that's that's a huge growth yeah cuz <laughs> yeah, my first event was February 8th 2020 so right after that it was the pandemic Oh yeah. So then that following year for the next event, I mean for the next year people were looking for stuff to do. So I mm-hmm, think right. that also drove it. And then that third year was kinda like a schlup. Like I had three to four hundred people, but it seemed like they were coming in waves. Versus the mm-hmm. second year it was like in and out constant traffic. Yeah. And then um this past one, 23, House 330, was, like, very interesting because I was the first event to ever be booked in House 330. Yeah. Wow. That's super so, exciting. Yes. And so I was so blessed and happy because I'm like, at first I was like, oh, I don't think I'll be able to get in because, you know, you have haters and people who be like, oh, you'll know, yeah. never be able to book there. Oh. Like, da, da, da. Yeah. Yeah. So then I ended up making a few calls, and I was the first ever event, like, in their books. Like, as they were figuring out the scheduling, I was mm-hmm. right there along with them. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, and so that event, it was very fun. It's a lot I learned from it, though, and I took a lot of feedback from my vendors as far as marketing because that's Mm -hmm. one thing as a small business, marketing is very key. Right. And if you don't market well, you will not succeed. Yeah. Yeah. And, And so what I noticed is that, okay, I have flyers, and then I have my promo videos. Like, I'm very detailed when it comes to that stuff. Yeah. But as far as, like, executed and marketing, so it's like, okay, how often should I be running Instagram, Facebook ads? Right. Um, where should I put flyers up at besides sneaker stores, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it was very interesting.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, quickly for our listeners, do you mind saying, like, what exactly House 330 is? Mm-hmm.
2: So House 330 is a community-based place for people to come – do their work, um, have a safe space to kind of just get things done. They also offer financial workshops for people, for older people who may have messed their credit up or young people. Mm-hmm. Um, they have different things you can do, like have events like I did. They have study spaces, meeting spaces. They have people there to just kind of like overall help you. So it's like a community center in a sense. Okay,
1: very yeah. cool. Yeah. Thank you.
0: So you were talking about like how you're marketing out. So what are like, so, like you talked about flyers and your Instagram and TikTok. Like how do you balance that all with also being an entrepreneur and like focusing on your entrepreneurial growth, like goals?
2: Um, I just make it fit. <laughs> <laughs> like it's, it's not like one or the other. It all has to work right. at mm-hmm. some point in time because I don't have a team. Yeah. So all my sneaky stuff, I mean, besides my mom, but she has her own stuff going on. And some right. stuff, that's an age gap. Some stuff she's not going to get <laughs> yeah. and be like, why you doing it this way? So it's like all my stuff has to fit in my schedule because if it doesn't fit, it doesn't get done. Right. And the uh, only person I can say failed me is me. Right. So it's just like, okay, Cass, if you're posting a picture of yourself on your personal page, then you need to be posting content about sneakers on your business page. Right. And sometimes, like, I do, like, content marathons where it's, like, 30 days of straight content. Yeah, and I oh, show wow. And I show my face on my social media. So yeah. sometimes I don't be wanting to record. I don't be wanting to do stuff. <laughs> yeah. But, like, if I don't do it, it's not going to get done. Then my engagement goes down. Now I'm losing followers. Now right. I'm losing, you right.
1: Know, Um, What have you found most
2: helpful in terms of marketing and promoting your business? Uh, Getting shout-outs from celebrities. Oh, wait. wait, Who's shouting you
1: out?
0: Name drop right now.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's probably not like people that a lot of people know, but like I don't know if you all are familiar with Cash Doll. She came here. for. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she was here with Yachty. She shouted my, um, my brand out for me. Oh wow. Uh, a lot of Michigan based like Detroit rappers have shouted me out. Uh, I got shout outs from Chris Livingston and who just was recently drafted to the Milwaukee Bucks. But he my friend, so I, I oh. don't know. That. Oh, cool. <laughs> but he's still he's yeah. Still yeah. a, a shout out. <laughs> and then uh his friend who also was recently drafted shouted my brand out. Uh Malachi Branham, another NBA player mm-hmm. for the Spurs. Yeah. Um yeah it's more that's big that's like yeah that's pretty iconic <laughs> so um just stuff like that and even paying for promo like sometimes if i see somebody that's an influencer on social media and they say like okay i'm doing 25 to 50 promos i pay the promo because i yeah. get followers from that right And yeah. but you got to make sure like those people don't have bought followers right because like yeah. people buy their followers mm-hmm. and then their views and their likes don't add up yeah right to what they got going on yeah like my instagram shot up after my my shout out from cash Doll. like mm-hmm. i ended up getting the, i was at like 5k and ended up going to 20. oh I'm my god oh that's huge that's awesome yeah i'm at like 20 000, 24.8 K or something nice like oh my gosh that's amazing <laughs> so yeah the shop notes for me definitely work and when I did um when I paid for ads that I saw that get traction right really, yeah like bring people in but ads start adding up yeah <laughs> for sure yes
0: yes but paid, like, paid, like, marketing always helps, like, so much. Yeah. And, like, especially, like, the organic stuff, too. Like, also getting those shout-outs. Like,
2: mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yeah. And for those, I never, I didn't have to pay none of them. Like, right, yeah. They just, like, if I ask, like, hey, can you can you say shout-out through 3 Sneak Geeks? Yeah, like, yeah, come on, especially casual. I was on stage with her, and she did it for me on stage. That's awesome. Whoa. so it was like oh that's again. iconic. See, yeah. there's key advice always ask, yeah, Can't hurt. yeah. The worst they can say is no, yeah. yeah. So I'm at that point, and then recently I just went to Vegas a few months ago and got oh. a shout out from um, Nojo Kicks, he has like one of the largest sneaker stores on the west coast, in my opinion. It's oh. called Urban Necessities.
1: Oh, shout out in Vegas look at that that's like <laughs> really cool
2: yeah and so his store is two floors the first floor is all sneakers there's a bodega um and then at the top there's a barber shop oh tattoo shop and then the clothes oh that's so gosh. cool yeah. yeah it's like a whole experience there like exactly. i feel like i need to go there like i need right. to experience that it, it is because people have to realize that sneakers is a culture right. so yeah when you are saying like i'm a part of the sneaker community that's essentially everything that has to do with appearance Mm -hmm. hair nails tattoos clothes shoes socks right
1: is that kind of the brand and experience you're trying to build for sneak geeks
2: yes because i remember it was a point in time like the sneak sneaker the sneaker game now is very different from a few years ago right Mm -hmm. it's like highly different um I grew up in the time, and I know that sounds weird because I'm only 19, but you got to <laughs> think, I've been on sneakers since I was 6, 7 years old. Yeah. yeah. And so I remember when you would get catalogs for sneakers and mm-hmm. you would see, like, what sneaker was coming out and mm-hmm. then where you would go to get that shoe, blase, blase. I remember people looking down on sneaker culture because they're like, why would you ever spend that amount of money on shoes? Why would you camp out for shoes? Why would right. you do this and that? And then once people saw that... Um, sneaker culture was profitable mm-hmm. like you could profit from being a reseller then everything shifted and people lost sight of really what sneaker culture was Yeah, and especially in urban communities sneaker culture is a status thing like being mm-hmm. able to afford your purse, first pair of Air Jordans is a moment, mm-hmm. well it used to be a moment um, because they weren't mass produced, like you used to get your Jordan and that was it there wasn't no reseller so if you missed that drop you missed it, mm-hmm. it wasn't nowhere to catch up no nothing like that and so now though i've seen a lot of people not really understanding the history and the element of sneakers like no especially where i'm from Mm
1: -hmm.
2: when you get your sneakers you playing your whole outfit from your hair to your makeup nails everything it's a whole experience so with sneak geeks people always say oh you're like i've had people say oh you're just in it for the money and it's like duh I have a business why would I not want to make money <laughs> yeah. but no I'm giving the experience because I am the culture yeah so sure. when I say this is a cultural experience the culture that I'm talking about is my culture and being like having urban tendencies to it if that, mm-hmm. that's just what we're gonna call it like at my event I had a girl giving silk presses do y'all know what silk presses are
1: Mm, i don't think so
2: yeah. so silk press in the black community is when a girl with her hair goes from an afro and they take the hot comb and they oh okay it. yeah so but that's a silk press mm-hmm. and so the whole process to the silk press you get a good wash good conditioning good trim they press your hair out Then some use saran wraps to make sure it has body to your hair mm-hmm. you see that's, that's so, so cool yeah. so it's the culture especially yeah. for black people it's like that's our thing that was our our comfort sneakers and clothes like yeah. yeah so and then another part of my event i had a girl giving haircuts she was beautiful cool. cool. she was good yeah
1: <laughs> yeah because you got to get the whole fit together yeah, exactly. <laughs> so
2: people were sitting in her chair getting lined up getting fades all kind of stuff at wow. my event that's so yeah. fun but people who don't understand the culture and what that means specifically for me because i'm a black woman and i've seen this in my culture of yeah that's that status for male and female to be able to be like i own a pair of air jordans mm-hmm. and now i own my it just le- levels up you go from jordans to gucci and then yeah. to Lil- and you just <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's just going level by level exactly <laughs> and that's our thing that's essentially the essence of it so when you come to sneak geeks it's not black or white but essentially what you're going to feel is the essence of black culture yeah and in that community exactly that loving feel i'm going for a family-oriented feel yeah. like my vendors aren't just oh those are just vendors they're my family yeah like without my vendors and my community sneakies would not be possible yeah and i realized that and i'm so thankful for all everybody who has any plans sneakies because without it without them it's nothing it doesn't yeah. happen yeah <laughs> so like People are like, oh, why don't you just only focus on sneakers? And I'm like, because you are a part of that group that I'm talking about that don't understand the culture. Right, it's more than that. It's more than that. It's all about appearance, about feeling, about self. When kids get get new pairs of shoes, I would never get in trouble that whole week of school because I (laughs) felt like... Yeah, this is a new me. I'm at a new light, new status in my life. You're and leveling this, up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting up there. And this yeah. was young me. And as I got older, I realized that, no, I saw myself looking better, so then I did better. Yeah. And that's even, that's like the whole message behind sneakies With people see they can be, and that goes for kids and adults. Because you... I really like that phrase. Yeah. yeah. But, like, if you see somebody... If you like, say you were in a place right now at child, adult age, and you feel like, dang, I'm not doing enough. I'm like at a level where it's just like I'm not progressing, mm-hmm. blase, blase. And then you see someone that you don't know, but they come pouring into you and giving you hope and aspiration, a different outlook. Like, no, yeah. just keep, um, map out your plan, keep following the plan, and go after your dreams. Yeah. So now you're like, oh my God, wait. This is just like my coming to Jesus moment. I <laughs> need, to, need to, to just rethink everything. So now you're thinking, you're dressing different, you're talking different, and not necessarily being a sellout. It's just seeing something different that you can be. Right. Yeah. And so, like right now, I'm pu- planning a um, sneaker drive for the kids in my community. Oh, it's oh, amazing. So, because I'm like, yeah, y'all need to see positive role models. Yeah, for sure. I'm young. I'm from the same community as y'all. I went to different schools, but it's still the same message. You're going to see somebody in a different, positive, like, self-employed giving back to you. Now this is going to have you thinking, like, okay.
1: Yeah, it's inspiration. Exactly. That's such a good message and, like, value behind your brand. Thanks. Um, So kind of looking at, like, those future plans, do you want to keep doing events or do you kind of want to get into your own space where you can have all these different vendors and, like, um, opportunities community established and like permanent there
2: so the overall uh, end game for sneakies i get asked this question all the time because <laughs> people usually say "Cass, you love clothes you love sneakers open the store no i don't i would like to open the store but mm-hmm. not at this time mm-hmm. so where i see geeks going my mom she runs a uh, entrepreneurship camp called moguls in the making oh. which is also a part of burton d morgan oh very cool <laughs> yeah so and I did the Brandy Morgan camp, which at the time when I did it was called E camp.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, anyway, my plan is to own a space like a warehouse type space where they can house at to have their camp, but I also can have my event there. Okay. So mm-hmm. it's still community based. It's still within my community, but it has like some roots in it. So mm-hmm. it's not just like an event center. This is just for sneaky. It's like, no, okay, moguls is here. Um, my aunt who does all my decorations, events by torture, since she's elevating and growing, I would like for that to be if people come to her, she can use that event space for her events. Like, we already have in house catering. Decorating, oh, awesome. all those yeah. kind of things. And then also doing community give backs. Like, mm-hmm. if it comes to a point where I'm collaborating with Nike, Puma, Adidas, doing mass giveaways right. for all of Akron, and then traveling with that give back, yeah. that's like where I see myself ending up, like, real philanthropic.
1: Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so you've kind of been like surrounded by entrepreneurs yeah. your whole yeah. life. Yeah, <laughs> you're That's really awesome. using,
0: you, like, you're using your resources
1: as, as you should as, as you an should. entrepreneur. <laughs> um,
0: speaking of resources, how did you get involved with LaunchNet, and like, how has your experience been so far?
2: Uh, I looked up entrepreneurship opportunities at Kent State. <laughs> <laughs> Just a classic Google short search. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, uh. I want to do something with business. Like, I need to find my people. Like, where they at? And so I seen something called Black Women Bosses. And I'm like, what is that? At first it sounded crazy because I'm like, (laughs) what? Like, what is that? (laughs) So then I uh, signed up and Tabitha was, at the time, was over it. And I met her. She was Mm -hmm. so nice. And so she was like, yeah. She's like, this is a part of LaunchNet, blah, blah, blah. Like, we went through the whole process. Like, she was real cool about it. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to sign up just for launching it, because I realized, like, that was just a branch off of uh, mm-hmm. launching it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nah, i want to do that. So then I met with Zach, and I signed up, and – it's just been on ever since. Like launching it has been very resourceful to me, especially financially, like I mentioned earlier. Owning your own business can be expensive. Mm-hmm. And right. when you can apply for grants and things that kinda ease that burden, it's really a blessing because now you okay, you're focusing more on the actual event and the development of it versus right. stressing how I'm about to pay for it and the event. Mm-hmm. It kinda just it, it like, you know get you out of one hole and just yeah. put you in one. Yeah, like for the, like, sure. One less
1: thing to worry about.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so. Awesome. I'm glad it's been a good experience for yeah. you.
2: Yeah, everybody's so nice. Like, I, when I come like to launching it, I don't feel like uneasy, like I can't talk to nobody. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Aww. Everybody just <laughs> yeah. cool. Aww. I love that. Good.
1: <laughs> um, so kind of talking on those like financial burdens and like how there's so much to do with being an entrepreneur, what are some challenges you faced going through your entrepreneurship journey?
2: I'm going to be honest. I'm a horrible money manager. <laughs> <laughs> horrible. Like, I know if I make money, I'm not saying I just, like, oh, like, yeah, lilies and rainbows, just da-da-da. <laughs> like, I know, okay, if this was a loss or if this was a profit. So far, I haven't taken any losses with Sneaks. Like, Good. at all, I've broken even and then profit, profit. Now, the profit where I wanted to be, no, but, like, that <laughs> just would come with it. Yeah. Um. So – yeah managing that money but now it's like it's getting to a point where it's like okay i've learned i'm more comfortable with excel so this yeah. year's event i have like okay the venue was this much the vendor badges was this much wristbands this much blah. blah, blah. like getting those expenses down yeah so then like if i'm applying for bigger grants they can see okay is she spending this on what does this look like why should Mm -hmm. we give money to them right x y and z but now it's like i don't work really for nobody i work for myself so right now i had to recently get a job because i'm like yeah no i need to be able to secure everything with this it's nothing i feel like entrepreneurs often feel like you can't work a job and you have to just solely be dedicated to your business and be essentially a starving artist, I don't agree with that tactic. Yeah. Why would I want to starve? Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Gotta eat. Like, <laughs> yeah. um,
2: no, thank you. But <laughs> I also don't believe in working places that don't align with what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. So like I mentioned before we got on the podcast, I work at the textile lab on campus. That's fashion. Yeah. So sneakers, clothing brand, that's all under that. Right. And before I did that, I worked at Polo for like one Month, but it's still aligned with what I'm doing. Yeah. So mm-hmm. any job that I aspire to get, it also it has to essentially go back to what it is that I stand for. Because I'm nothing against this, but why would I be working at McDonald's when I don't care about food? Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: valid point. You know, yeah. it just it defeats the purpose. Now I hate, and I hate it, and I'm mad, and now I'm yeah. messing up your order because <laughs> you <want. laughs> like because I don't even want to be here. Yeah, but I, if like that's one thing. I feel like that's good about me. Like, I don't mind working. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, that's awesome. Like, you have to have something that you're passionate about and that you want to have experience in. For sure. So now that you have this experience, like, what have you learned so far, like, along this journey? And, like, what advice would you give to others?
2: Do not, y'all, please, (laughs) do not give deals. Like, don't let people bully you into lowering your price. Yeah.
0: Yeah, please
2: do. Oh, my God. Do not. Because be like I said, I've been I've been entrepreneur since I was 10. Yeah. But sneak geeks since I was 15. Yeah. And especially with sneak geeks, one thing that I always allow myself to get like, you know, happen to me, whether it was family or people. Like, oh, can you just come down $5, $10, $20? Now, if it starts sounding outrageous, I wouldn't go down. But, like, a couple dollars, I'll be like, dang. Like, you know, I do got a heart. Let me me come down. And then you realize, wait a minute, you have other habits and other things that you do that you pay full price for. But you want to come to me and ask for a deal. Right. No, and right. especially um like speaking from the perspective of a black entrepreneur, people love doing that, no matter what race they are mm-hmm. black, white, pink, purple, yellow. Yeah. People I feel like when they see okay it's minority owned, they feel like, oh, it's that homegirl discount like, no. Just pay my price. And so, like, now I'm strict on that. Like, my mom used to always say, Cass, everybody's not your customer. And the problem, like, you're young. You want everybody to be your customer. Like, you don't (laughs) want to hear that. But now I'm really starting to see that, and I cater to a certain demographic, the bourgeoisies, basically. (laughs) (laughs) You know? like, Like, and what I mean by that, people who understand understand business and understand okay you got to make money and i got to make money right. so let's work cast. like yeah. this is this is what we have going on so don't go down on that price cuz then you start looking okay like why is this money not adding up where is right. stuff going right. it's not it's not adding so now i definitely am strict on that and even having to go up on my prices because an, uh, originally Sneaky used to be a free event and then vendors only had to pay $50. Mm-hmm. Oh. And then that second year $5 tickets still I think I'm no, I went up to 60 60 for vendor mm-hmm. $5 admission and then the third year I did the same numbers mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then this fourth year I went up to 10 for admission and 60 yeah it was still 60 for a vendor admission mm-hmm. but it's like okay you didn't you didn't take a loss you actually did pretty good for yourself yeah. but now it's like no i'm charging a hundred dollars for these tables and twenty dollar admission yeah. because when you look at other sneaker events there's people out there that charge 250 for a wall table For your table to be set up against the wall. Oh my gosh! And people pay it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people be having two, three tables. Yeah. Wow. Exactly. So you start calculating like, wait a minute. You're Like wait, I've been letting people just ride. ride. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And do you know I still will get um, like pushback? Oh, for I believe it. Like people are always gonna try to get that deal. And I'm like. I'm like, wait, what? Y'all, y'all getting two tables for a hundred dollars? Basically, if, you, yeah. if people's buying two tables, yeah, right. or one twenty, like y'all getting a deal. Yeah, and, and yeah. I, I just, I would never charge though for the placement. Because mm-hmm. all my tables are first-come, first-served. So yeah. I always advise people, be on time, be early, yeah. because I don't save tables. I don't do that. If you come and put your stuff on the table and claim it, I'll make sure nobody touches it. Yeah. But I'm not, like, going reserved, reserved. No. Yeah. That's too much for me.
1: Yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, now I'm, like, strict on my prices. The prices, the price. don't yeah. come
1: or yeah. come. And that's great advice for entrepreneurs who are starting up. Like, cement those early, those practices early on.
0: Because it's, like, you always want to, like, please everybody whenever Mm -hmm. you're getting into it. And you're, like, oh, like, I guess. Like, I want everybody to love my company. And then you're, like, wait a second. Like, this is my company. This is hurting me. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah. So it it just... It's really, like, life-changing. And you meet so many nice people, though. Like, I always try to deal with people righteous. Like, mm-hmm. I don't care if I think someone has money. Because people can look like they got money and be broke. Yeah. Right. Um, I just deal with everybody the same way. If right. I told this person That's was good. 100, yeah. it's 100 for you. If I told right. it was 20, 20 for you. Like, I just deal with people right. And people respect that, especially yeah. over these past few years. Not to, like, my day-one vendors they have a little bit more favoritism than newer vendors, yeah. mm-hmm. but that's because those are like my family. Yeah. Some yeah. of them, I didn't see y'all kids be born. I didn't Aww. been the birthday parties, yeah. baby showers. Yeah. Y'all my family, so yeah. of course they got a little. Yeah, favoritism. yeah, yeah. Got to look out for family. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but like any vendor, that once you're my vendor. Like, mm-hmm. if you pay to be at Sneak Geeks, I'll offer so many resources if you ask me. Right. But you have yeah. to have been a paid past vendor yeah. or paid current. Mm-hmm. You can't be, like, a potential vendor and right. then think I'm going to give you sneaker vendors or... Right, because that's vendors. just taking advantage of you. Yeah, yeah, no. So, But, like, now, like, I really try to offer my services in any possible way to, like, any of my vendors, past yeah. or present. I think one of my vendors... I, I got her a recommendation for a job or something. Oh, like, that's nice. awesome! Because I can speak to her character. Yeah. Right, she was people person, very kind, gener- like a good worker. Yeah, in a sense, yeah.
1: So. yeah. So life advice: get connected with Cass. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I don't mind helping. I would like a lot of times I've wished it was people who were in my field that would look out for me. Right, yeah. I've only had one person in the sneaker game that like truly showed a lot of love to me and that Zeke Sneaks he's mm-hmm. originally from Cleveland but he um, has a sneaker store in two I think one in Atlanta and one in uh, Dallas mm-hmm. and he allowed me to use his name to like as a certification for my event oh, so nice. like as a sponsor yeah Yeah. and i really appreciated that because he didn't have to yeah and another guy he passed away though df kicks he Mm -hmm. was from cleveland another just great support system but now Mm -hmm. his mentees own a sneaker store called endless souls which i frequently shop at and i try to tell everybody go to endless souls because those are my people but that's a small few when you think the sneaker community is huge Mm -hmm. and it's just like you know, when I was young, I used to be waiting, like, okay, is this person going <laughs> to, like, respond to my DM? Or are they going to tell me, right. like, how to blah, blah, blah? But, yeah, you know, now I'm meeting people when they're still, like, kind of cool. Yeah. And, like, okay, yeah, Cass, okay, so we know we want to help you. But I get a lot of pushback, especially being, I'm like a unicorn in this industry. I'm black, and I'm a girl. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and You're pretty young as well. Yeah, that person. too. Yeah. And
2: it's like... I get a lot of, like, you would get, like, pushback. You would see people kind of, like, uneasy to work with you. Like, that's one thing I've hmm. dealt with, like, hands-on. Yeah. Like, trying to, like pass, like, pass things out to people and getting, like, a little, like, uh. And it's like, dang, like oh. what I do to you? Yeah. Um, but it's, like, it's a thing, and it's, like, it shouldn't be racial. This is shoes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't be sexist. This is shoes. I like right. shoes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I feel but like, this is my passion. Exactly. Like, let me have my passion. And then a lot of them, though, what I realized, they don't. Like I said earlier, they don't understand the culture. Yeah. yeah. So then, when you find the people that get the culture, it's like, oh my God, where have you been? Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Like, but now it's like I'm starting to find those people because what's happening is the sneaker culture is currently in the black. Like it's, it's in the red. Is mm-hmm. that the wrong one? Yeah, when the company is in red, like then, danger? Yeah, basically, okay. <laughs> because a lot of stuff is down. Oh. So, mm-hmm. during the pandemic, sneaker like reselling was high. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. you could get 160 for a pair of Force Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Air Force 1s. Air Force 1s used to be $70. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> yeah. But now with inflation they're 100. But this was like in COVID, they were 160. So now what's starting to happen is everything is oversaturated. People aren't making money and reselling, so it's starting to weed uh-huh. those people out. Yeah. Weeding yeah. them out. So it's kind of, it's it's never going to be like how it was with like now that we have StockX and GOAT, yeah. but yeah. it's kind of starting to get back to how it used to be.
1: Yeah. Okay. But, Good. So how would you describe an entrepreneur? We like to ask everyone who comes on the podcast.
2: Ambitious, um, dedicated, focused and determine yeah if you you gotta be ready for the unknown
1: yeah yeah for sure when you're an
2: entrepreneur stuff hits you left and right life hits you everything also
1: that's just like what you're walking into yeah (laughs) like (laughs)
2: because you you don't know some people can enter entrepreneurship and do 100k their first year Mm -hmm. some people enter and do zero that whole year Yeah. but it it'll make or break you it'll show you if you're really made for this because then you keep, you gotta keep going, like definitely you, you can't just give up. Right, you gotta have a mindset of like, no, okay, what did I do wrong? Yeah, yeah. you gotta to be committed the, to it. Yeah, because if you're not, you're just gonna be another brand. Yeah, yeah, very yeah. true.
0: Business. I like that. um So before we end it, we're gonna do some rapid fire questions. Okay. Um, so, what are
1: the sneakers you have on today, right now?
2: Rebellionaire Jordan ones, and I did a lace swap with red laces. Oh. oh,
1: wait. What's the overall color palette for our listeners? Yeah. Huh. What's the overall color palette uh, for our listeners? Like, they do like take a pee? They're
2: black and gray with the red X on the back.
1: Oh, very nice. Red laces was a good choice. Yeah. All right. Second question: Would you say you're getting after it?
2: Yeah, I'm getting to it.
1: <laughs> I would
0: agree. <laughs> I would agree. Since, like, how old? Like, 15. 15.
2: Shoot. That's crazy. I like money and I like material. <laughs>
1: yeah. Also, getting, you've come so far in, like, just these four years with yeah. your growth and audience that you've hit. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Those shout outs, that's, like, iconic. Like, I'm going to think about that. I'm like, wow. When can
1: we get to shout out the podcast? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: Um, Third question. If you could be any animal, what would it be and why? I would be a panda. Oh, I love
2: pandas. Yeah. They fall asleep anywhere. They're, like, very – they're unassuming. Like, people don't think pandas are smart, and they don't think that pandas are vicious, but they're cute. But a panda will tear you up, and they have sense. Yeah. Unfortunately,
0: like, I can't just like go out and cuddle a panda, which is oh, if only if only that's uh, no. so
1: unfortunate. <laughs> I think there's a panda event at the Smithsonian oh no way this month, yeah, because their pandas at that zoo or whatever are going back to China <gasps> so they're doing a little goodbye event for them.
0: everybody yes, gives so a panda so. a hug. Aww.
1: <laughs> a little not. baby panda <laughs> <laughs> probably not. <laughs> oh, okay, number four, are you an introvert or extrovert?
2: I'm both oh. Like, right down the middle, just... Like, straightway. Yeah. Like, it'd be days where I'd go anywhere and talk to anybody. Right. I don't care who you are or what you look like. I will talk to you. <laughs> we'll have a conversation about something. And then there's some days where I won't talk to nobody. Right. I don't want to be bothered. Leave me alone. Yeah. put <laughs> my headphones in. I just want some sushi. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, I so get that. But, so, like I'm, like, I'm not one or the other. I'm just right down the middle. Yeah. Very
1: balanced. But I'm yeah. not
2: fake. So it's like... If I'm not fooling with people right now, I'll tell you like I don't feel like being bothered. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just have to be straight up. Yeah. Hey, I can't do this right now. (laughs) Like, I'm very blunt. Yeah. People people know that. Like, oh yeah, Cass. If she don't like, just like if I don't like you, I don't like you. Right. Yeah. yeah. Wait, that
1: leads me to a question. Where did the arrogant come from? From arrogant Cass. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Okay. So I have two like. You know, they, um, definitions of it. So, one, when I was in uh, middle school, my teacher used to always call me passive-aggressive. So, I'd oh, like, oh. say, so, you're so passive. You're so passive. <laughs> oh, my girl. It's a little harsh on a middle school yeah. <laughs> like, I'm Shoot. like, girl, like, what? What are you talking about? And so, <laughs> then I just kind of, like, brushed it off because I always knew I was that.
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah.
2: so, then, um, the, like, fast forward a few months down the line, I got hip to this uh, celebrity hairstylist by the name of Arrogant Tay. and he was from Chicago and so I was like arrogant passive I can't call myself (laughs) passive cast that's like not okay by that time I was going by billionaire cast because I was like speaking into existence but then I saw that and I looked it up and I was like yeah I like that so it's just kind (laughs) of like a play on words because I'm really not arrogant I'm very like yeah, you, you don't come off yeah. as arrogant no, at yeah. all. <laughs> no.
0: I was like, I need to know where this is coming from. Because, like, you were just so nonchalant. I still can't get over those, like, shout outs. Just, yeah. like, nonchalant. Yeah, like, yeah,
2: so humble. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, but sometimes, like, when I pop my stuff, like, yeah. when, I, when I talk <laughs> talk a certain way and I start doing my left arm a certain kind of way, that's when, like, people are like, oh, there go, that arrogant. And it's like, no, sometimes people. Look at confidence as arrogant. Well, also you're proud yeah. of yourself, yeah, as you should be. Yeah. So it's like I just it's just like a play on words, and everybody yeah. knows. Like that's fun. Cassidy, I love that. They be like Cassidy is not arrogant. I don't know why she got the <laughs> RNA. Like she's really not. She can she know if something is wrong. If something is bad, she can take accountability. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. not arrogant. So I've been like kind of trying testing new names, but okay. they don't stick because everybody like arrogant gas. Yeah. yeah. So like I try to like do a poll on both my social media I was like, oh, like, because I was like, oh, I like Cass Banks. Like, because Hillary Banks is my favorite TV character. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And because she preppy, she bougie, I yeah. like it. And they were like, no, we like Eric and Cass. like, okay, well, he has to stay. Gotta <laughs> listen to the people, I guess. Yeah, so it's like, it stays. <laughs>
0: yeah. Nice. Um, so this is our final question um, What's your favorite thing about fall? Because fall's coming up.
1: Good fall weather today. Yeah. Burberry. Like the
0: brand? No. Yes. Okay, oh. I'll go into detail. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't leave it like that. <laughs> um,
2: so Burberry is actually one of my favorite brands because I like how it looks in the yeah, fall. Like I like, I love like, it. I love, oh, like yeah, the, the, the patterns, oh. the coats. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of Burberry, and so I feel like the best time to wear it is in the fall because yeah. it just matches the aesthetic so perfect. And yeah, that's just. That's why I love What fall. sneaker
1: do you pair with that, yeah. your Burberry I, coat?
2: Oh, Giuseppe's. Oh. Like designer. So, like, I usually do like designer. Mm-hmm. I mix them. Like, I might do. Oh, the, like Zanotti mm-hmm. Giuseppe? Yeah. Ooh. So, like, something. I don't know I where that not. came <laughs> from.
0: <laughs> Just
2: pulled out of the back you're of my like, mind. You're like, oh, this. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, sometimes, like, especially with my um, Burberry peacoat, I like the low top. Giuseppe's because they fit well with my jeans and then they look very subtle. It's like she looks very classy and very subtle and so I like I yeah, like how that yeah. looks. Oh, I can't yeah. wait to see your fall style. Wait,
0: yeah. Do you post, like, outfit pics, like, on your socials? <laughs> uh, it depends on
2: how I feel. I will for yeah. y'all. I, okay. Like, I will. I know. Like, I need I to, like, follow your <laughs> socials, like, immediately. I got to. And then, like, another brand I like to wear um, during the winter months, especially, is Bari. Like, the sweatshirt I have on yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And then um, my brand, Carpe Vita. So, it's like, now I'm coming out with my fall line so I can have my own. That's Whoa. so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so. Wait, I'm
0: so excited.
2: Yeah. When's when's the drop coming? Oh, I don't know yet because I'm still waiting on my samples. Okay. But I'm definitely trying to do it in like October, like okay. before October. Right. October okay. Is the okay. Latest. Oh wow. Keep up, guys. Cool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, before we end, do you want to plug anything? Plug your socials. Plug your
2: brand. Plug your website. Yes, please follow through through Sneak Geeks on IG and get those tickets for Sneak Geeks next year. Um, And please, if anyone is looking for a job as a videographer, graphic designer, um, PR, marketing, and I also need an assistant, please DM me. I do. I'm, like, very easy to work with, and we will definitely figure something out. But I am a hard worker, so if you don't believe in gritting it out, you just, you're not cut for me. But please, if you are, come on. Like, I need this team. Yeah. Yeah. And
1: it's Sneak Geeks with Z, Yes. Okay. Okay. Perfect.
0: Well, thank you so much for coming today. Yeah, this is so yeah. fun. Oh my gosh, I love like learning about your business. Like I feel yes. so inspired right now. <laughs> right. Like I'm like, I kinda wanna go and I wanna start my business
2: don't have
1: a plan right we thought we were getting after it but Wait, actually Cass getting is getting it after, after it. it nah
2: y'all we all getting we all getting after it we all getting to it cause y'all got the podcast this gives me the platform to plug my business yeah. yeah that's See why guys, we're here she's not arrogant yeah
1: <laughs> humble Cass she's so humble wholesome <laughs> um
0: well yeah that's all we have for you guys today thank you so much for listening and anyways let's get after it